Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, hello, hello. It's the Private Talk Podcast with Alexis Texas. We're back with another episode, and I am very excited to have businessman, comedian, and actor TK Kirkland on my couch. Welcome. Hey, beautiful. How are you? I'm doing well, and how about yourself? It's a pleasure. I see a lot of class in you, young lady. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. I'm excited to have you as a guest. I'm um, entertained by some of your thoughts and um, your, your way of thinking. And so I want you to educate my private talk listeners out there yes. because I feel like there's not a, not a lot enough men like yourself that actually tell it in a way that that's not, um, it's not judgmental. It's not, you know, it's very clear and it's a clear message that you can take it whichever way you want to. Yes, ma'am. And, um, you know, I think that that's a gift that a lot of people don't have these days. And yes. I feel like um, my private talk listeners would like to be educated by you. So give them your background. Let us know a little bit about you. And um, let's take it from there. Okay, good. Well, um, you know, I, I came up in Jersey City, New Jersey. Uh, great backgrounds. Um, bust my ass and everything I've done. Track star. A lot of people don't know I came up as a track star. I ran with some of the greatest runners in the world, Carl Lewis. Renato Skeets, Nehemiah. Um, so just some great young uh, uh, track stars who um, pretty much taught me the, the word never to, give, never to give up. My high school was just, we were just determined to win, win championships. And I'm going somewhere with this. Determined to win championships. And that same DNA that was embedded in me as a kid, I still use it to this very day. People want to know why being almost 60 years old, how do I get the energy to continue? And I tell people I was just born with it's in my DNA. Um, I just like winning and I love helping people. Um, I always knew that it's not about how um, good I am as a stand-up comic. It's just whatever I do, I always try to be the best. And so when I used to meet people after going to college, getting my master's degree, even when I sold drugs and some of my friends went to prison and I always, I've always been lucky in everything I did. And um, I got into entertainment, but I always wanted to win. So um, ran into one of the coolest young men ever in the world to me. Um, it was the late Easy e And me and Easy e hooked up. He took me on my first national tour and didn't know then what I know now. I mean, about who would ever thought that they would grow to be such a huge for sure? Because it's the you know they're coming up. You don't really know right, what it is. Know. It's excitement because you like their music. And just young kids, and I was older than them, so I moved different. So when they was fucking women in the room, you know, I was a player. You know, I get one chick, Crystal. I go in the room, door shut. I ain't having no orgy. Like I'm into treating women like queens. You know, so. Um, after we did that, then I just ran into everybody, Teddy Riley and Guy, toured with them. Um, met Damon Dash, and they, I, I hired Jay-Z when, he was, uh, when I was 35. I gave him $1,500 to do my birthday party. And then we went on a national tour, um, Hard Night Life. Then That's I awesome. ran into Baby and Lil Wayne, he was like 16 years old, and did the movie Baller Blocking with them went on their national tour, uh, ran into another young man, uh, did his movie, 
and never knew he was going to blow up to be this big. It was amazing. And Vin Diesel, like, I'm staying in Sheraton Universal right now. I'm on the elevator. This motherfucker on the, on the, on the door. Yeah. On the <laughs> elevator coming down. Now, I'm like, what got. the <laughs> fuck? This, I remember this motherfucker was just starting out. How does that make you feel knowing that you've, you know, someone's they starting out and how big of stars they are? Do you still have relationships with these yes. people that you have? Because, you know, it's all walks of life. And, you know, people all grow up. And you never know if you keep in contact with these people or. What I'm seeing that I never knew everybody had this much love and respect for me. And it's just an awesome feeling that the internet changed my life, right? Because we were just talking about before we got on the air. Yes, how the internet's changed the world. It, see, I always had money, but I didn't have the connections. And I always put people on, but nobody knew which way I was going. And I've always been a boss. What I mean by that is I've always, made, always wanted to be independent. Mm -hmm. And that means everything to me. Because when you've gone through so much dialing this person's number, meeting this person, flying across the country, flying across the world to be let down, you get tired of this shit. And I think I never got burnt out. And it's the fans, the people who listen to me now who see me in the street and say, oh my God, you are fucking hilarious. And all the comedians know, every comic in the world knows that I'm that dude on that mic. So I just kept swinging. My street dudes just always tell me, you know, um, keep swinging, champ. Sooner or later, you're going to get a knockout. Then I always had another young man, Eric Von Zip out of Harlem. French, you remember Eric Von Zip? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was my, you know, we used to be roommates, you know, when we was hustling back in the day. And Eric Von Zip used to always say, uh, the niggas who get the money later get more money than the niggas who get it earlier. So here we are sitting with this beautiful lady. Um, then I got into management. I put a lot of people on from Mike Epps to D.L. Hughley. Um, finally dropped my special on Amazon. Because, you know, people were so brainwashed. They want to do HBO. They want to do Netflix. Because it's just the name, the brand. The name, the they don't thing. know what that really means when it comes to dollars and cents in the back exactly. mind of it all. Because it's really not what it all appears to be. It's shiny yes. and gold is usually not the best way to go. Being empowered to me is everything. I ain't got to call no executive. I'm the executive. I know the date that I want to put out my special. And like right now, it's the number one special in the world on Amazon. Congrats. Um, That's yes, a big accomplishment. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's, what people it's don't cool know. to like have that, like you said, like the entrepreneurship, you don't know where all those struggles, like where it went to, but yes. the hard, like where when that pays off and when you get that satisfaction of knowing that you were always going to be a boss, but you didn't know what that was going to really mean, yes. but it just comes into its own light. Right. And just being independent. And I try to teach people the game of independence. See, don't get me wrong. I'll take a check from Netflix, but once they pay you, you have no more control. Well, the great thing that people don't know about Amazon is when you put your special out and it does well, you get a piece of the revenue for nice. a month. So they make millions of dollars. You get a taste of that. At least that's my deal. You hear that private talk? Yeah, so people need to understand. I always try to go the opposite direction everybody else go. If everybody's going left, I'm going to go right. Um, at first, I, I thought I was crazy not following the lead. I never did Def Jam like that I just really did my thing I just really wanted to be me you know so when I'm on stage I wear the hat to the side the t-shirt the jeans I'm not trying to dress up like Steve Harvey or DL you know even though I could you know I, I get sharp on the ass in a minute Ooh, but kill him you know I want to show the <laughs> tattoos and 
you know, and, 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 and they call me the jewel dropper, the leg spreader, because the knowledge is so cold and information that women want to fuck. But they're not knowing that I'm almost 60 years old, that all you're getting from me is snuggles. <laughs> snuggles. <laughs> <laughs> so no more fucking at 60 you're just snuggling no, I still can fuck I could have been a porn star and you get could jokes at the same time yeah but you learn how to manage your energy okay because when you can fuck that good you just don't want to give everybody the proper dick stroke see I am different I could fuck that good and I wanted to get everyone to show how great I was because I wouldn't make a name higher right. stuff if I was going to do it I was going to go big and not go home now I'm going to explain something <laughs> to you what that means now See, that means you're under 30 or under 35. I'm 34. Thank you yeah, very see? much. So, I'm going to applause myself because I know I look good. Thank you. No, private no, no. Talk I'm, go, there. I'm going somewhere <laughs> with this. I'm going somewhere with this is what I'm saying. I'm listening. See, see, when you're under 34, you're still exploring life. See, everything you do is a puzzle. You, every step you take is building a foundation, right? Yes. So uh, we, we're going to call them your explore years, a.k.a. these your whole years. You just, my 30s are or under 30 from like the everything time I started from, fucking until 34? Yeah, everything from 21 to 36 is the official. Those are official whole, whole years? years? Wow, you, you heard it here still, first, Private Talk. Official hoeing, whole years is 21 to 36 years yeah, old. Yeah, now watch what I'm about to tell you now. If you're hoeing over 36, you're not good at what you're doing. Okay. See, because the hoe is to pull the right man into your life. For security. Because so much goes with planning. Watch where I'm going now. I'm following. Most women don't plan. Okay. They just fuck, not understanding. Let me think about my future. Because when you're 50, 60 years old, you have to have structure, right? You have to have money. You have to have security, as they used to say when we was growing up. And women don't think that far down the field. So you see so many beautiful women that's gorgeous at 45, 50. I had no security bonds, no life insurance policy, no benefits. All they get is an occasional dick and a drink. That ain't fun for anybody. Now, I secured older, the bag. I secured the bonds. I secured it with my fucking nose. So I'm a little bit different. See, but it's good. Am I a percenter? Am I right. like a two percenter? Or what? Right, right, right. <laughs> but, what we're, but what we're trying to do, so, then some people get lucky in this universe. But this, this is not about you. I don't believe in luck. Yeah, but this is not about you. Let's stay, it's important that we share You're building blocks. Private yeah. talk wants to know. We want to share But I'm trying to say relevance because some of it, is, I get where you're going and this is a mass thing. But you, for me yes. as a woman, you're grouping a whole category of women into one thing of why we don't do such things. No, no. What we're doing is giving knowledge. Yes. And people, I, my job here today is to give the information. It's yes. up to them how and they process it. Right? We give information because what we're doing now, since I'm much older, and you said you're 34, yes. and I'm almost 60, my goal on this earth is to drop knowledge. I like that. You understand? Dropping so people, people will take your perspective, right? Yeah. They'll take my perspective and things you've done in the past to now and say, you know what? I really like what this brother was saying because we really need to hear this. We need to hear a man that can take a woman by a hand and really make her more of a queen. I respect that. Yes. Okay, so when, when we don't plan, so what, what is there after 36 plan? What is? Well, everything is just really about planning. So even though you was talking about how, now, now pussy is powerful if it falls into the wrong hands, right? But pussy is dangerous to mostly all men in the universe. That's why sexual harassment is on a high level. Men True. are going to prison over 
this type of thing because most men don't have conversations. If most men took the time to get to know the young lady about the fuck, I guarantee they wouldn't fuck them. Facts. Because after you fucking, you be like, the bitch crazy. Or so many different levels, you know, you're like, God damn, yo, yo, T, this bitch crazy. So how do you think you navigated your way throughout the pussy and keeping on straight and a, tr- a straight track of well, keeping I, where your persistence is I respect today. what you're saying, and it wasn't good for me. I, I was one of the people who had to roll the dice and make mistakes as we go on. But that's why if you haven't been through anything, you can't teach nobody nothing, right? So I've been through this. So my goal is if I could just get one person out of 100,000 other people that listen to your show, I've done my job because I, I get tired of watching the news and seeing men going to jail over sex. Because I'm tired of seeing Bill Cosby getting locked up, all celebrities, and not know how to navigate. And what I used to say is that, see, I came up in an era where we knew how to, I'm going to say it so I keep it real, we knew how to mack bitches. Mm-hmm. You know, we macked you. It was what called seduce. You talk to the seduce young lady. Seduce with your words. Yeah, seduce and take her out to eat. And everything was about the ambiance, the lifestyle. You're going to treat a, po- a woman right. But people fucking easy now, right? Most you got men getting money at a certain level, so they pay for it, right? Okay. Well, give a woman drugs, and she fucking and have that. But the woman is not getting substance from the man because you gotta when you leave, you have to learn through life so that you don't make the same mistakes. You know, there's some women in this world who are just built for beauty, but not to raise a family. Mm-hmm. But men make the mistake to have children with this person. But I call it most women and some men are not properly prepared to be in the universe. Like your parents sent you into the universe unprepared. No money, no education, don't know how to wash dishes, don't know how to control the climate of the room, right? So as you get older through experiences, through your friends, believe it or not, your friends are so powerful because they could either um, take you a direction of failure, drugs, and confusion, or they can enhance you to become a better person. And then um, sex is so powerful based on the person. Look what's going on with the, in London with the girl and Prince Harry. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, he should have never married her. He stuck his dick in her, lost his damn mind. Now, now you think that's all because of the power of the pussy? Because he got hooked. And, yes. and everybody, every, everybody who's listening got one of them stories. Yes. A crazy baby mama mm-hmm. or a crazy baby daddy. But because of how he was raised, he going to stick with the bitch. Because it's honor. It's, 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 this is my wife. Mm-hmm. They never had no problems before. And this is an uproar in the motherfucking palace. Like, we ain't never seen this shit. For sure. So you know it's her. Mm-hmm. That's real Nobody want to tell the it's truth. Shit for this that. bitch went in there and caused she motherfucking confusion. Because <laughs> that's nigga mentality. I don't care what nobody said. She started this bullshit. And he should have married someone that was in that line of lifestyle. I can respect that. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, are you yourself married? How do you feel about no, I don't believe marriage? in marriage. You don't believe in marriage? No, why I, why I, don't you believe in marriage? I just think it's not natural. Do you have a partner that you've been with a long period of time where you just don't believe in being with, like, like a... Because some people, they say they don't believe in marriage, but they still have a unity of some type yeah. of, like, you know, bond. The women who I date with. better hope uh, I wake up the next day they got a shot. <laughs> that they have what? They have a shot. That they have a shot. <laughs> <laughs> hey no I'm for real I, I see it in your face I see I'm for real. I'm fucking around. Oh, but that's like I mean, that to me I feel like that's 
what's part of like the the grown like sexy whatever you know what you want you know what you don't want and yes. you can you're respectful and you're not going about it in a way I feel like a lot of things that you're saying with like why I liked having you here and to like bring the knowledge out in a, in like a respectful way that you do is yes. the fact is it's communication yes. people are afraid to talk about taboo subjects even though they're willing to do it but they're not afraid to, they're not they're not willing to listen and just talk about it in a with their friends or with their partner which is really like taboo and like ironic and it should be the opposite way is that and that's where I feel like the miscommunication comes and a, a lot of more problems arise that shouldn't if it would have been talked about in the beginning now here's the main problem right most people don't don't know who they are most people lie. In those years that you're talking about, I agree with that as well. Because between 21 and 36, I've thought I was a lot of different things. And I've grown up and some things are still similar and in certain things. But it's better. just different. You know? Yeah, I see. You have a lot of a lot of women about you and it's coming. Like you're just getting started. Thank you. You know, but just getting started most people talk. are liars to themselves. They think they should be married. They marry somebody. They think they're not happy. In it's two, like the three idealism years. of what people put in your head. Exactly, because like. we all are influenced, mm -hmm. right? You know, you see somebody on TV and they got a nice pair of shoes. Ooh, that influenced you to go get that. You see a sandwich, you influenced to get that, right? Yeah. So in relationships, since we talk about relationships, it's you think you should be married. That ain't for everybody. Mm -hmm. And most people will put themselves in that situation. Later on, find that they're not happy, depressed. Sometimes they become cheaters. The girl is depressed. And women get tired, too, you know. And they try to hold, hold tight to that relationship because it is what. And I see some relationships that might be amazing. And some relationships they put on a good front yeah. in front of people. But behind closed doors, it's horrible. The greatest gift I can give the people is um, work hard to have peace of mind. And learn how to live by yourself before you want to live with somebody else. Like learn to love you, learn to be by yourself, learn to, um, when you have those moments of I'm lonely or depressed, you know, you might want to, want to get some dick, you know. Mm -hmm. But that was the moment you fucked the wrong guy and gets you pregnant. Now you're in child support court trying to track a motherfucker down to pay. Yeah, that ain't me. <laughs> but you know? I really feel how it is because for me I have been married I'm divorced yeah. and I've been divorced for over five years but you got married years. too young I did and that's why I, I understand yeah. I respect the whole thing of like how you change and you know sometimes you change together sometimes you don't sometimes yes. you know it's like you thought I for me it was mainly because I thought I had to be married by a certain thing See? and yep. not by an age but because of the profession I chose yes. I felt like I was um Maybe A, it wouldn't have ever happened, or B, it was just like I needed to do it to prove a point to who I don't know, but I felt mm -hmm. like that was like those stigmas. And so yes. in my mind, um, you know, I don't regret getting married. Mm -hmm. I, I just feel like I chose the wrong person at those times because we just it was for the wrong reasons. Yes. But I knew it was wrong before I did it. I just yes. didn't know how to relay that because was he I rich? Was, no. Okay. It wasn't at all. And it so was because he was I was um, partially, but we were in the same industry, so it was very like um, you know. And and I still like why I say I don't choose to say that I, I didn't think that I shouldn't be married was because I did love and have love for him yes. and that whole ideal thing, but. For me, I think that the timing, because of the age time, it was yes. just too. I was rushing into an ideal of like what that fairy tale would never be, mm -hmm. because we weren't growing together; we were growing separately. And right. it's just sometimes it happens, and sometimes it doesn't. So, like the those years are very crucial years of knowing and just respecting and like in kind of seeing 
the difference of not just like act, like acting. Like for me, I feel like people just react to react. Like you said, if they're just they don't talk to that person that they're gonna fuck, but they just want to drink and give drugs and right, like be at this right. party. So then it becomes a whole other thing. And then the time that you communicate, you're just like really yeah i really did this and like and then it's too late you know and so that's why for me it's again i will touch it once when it's hot but i will put my hand back so you Mm -hmm. gotta learn you know it's right i can't wait to see when you're 40 45 (laughs) me either like a lot of people think that's (laughs) a lot of people think that's old but it's not old like you're gonna be awesome thank you i appreciate i'm telling you i feel like for you know when i was younger i was like when you think about like oh i'm like 30 and i was like man that's so old but now when you're 30 you're just like I don't feel that at all. Yeah. It's like, I saw how you Most women are afraid to say they get old, but I'd say- I'm I, not. I, I felt comfortable. I like, tell I people, do you like, want to die today? And they're like, no, no, no. I said, well, <laughs> embrace it. Yeah. Because for, the goal is to get as many minutes out of this motherfucker as you can. That's true. And you never know. It could be tomorrow. That's it could right. Be forever. You don't know. So yeah. Get it all. I don't mind any of that. So how do you feel with this day and age with like, how we said the internet's like such a big thing. It's changed everybody's like- world realistically like work-wise and how much it reach that we have but how do you feel about like ig comedians where who aren't really like comedians of sorts but they like preface themselves if they're doing monologue whatever they're doing right i think that um the world has just changed and we are dinosaurs to a certain extent because we didn't come up that way but the goal is you have to learn to um change with the times you know, who would ever thought that we on a cell phone, we could watch somebody clear across on the fucking world and FaceTime them, right? And you just got to learn to embrace it and try to find a way that you can win, find out the, um, just the strategies. Because most of those comedians have the audience, but they don't have the talent. Mm-hmm. My wish for them is that hopefully that they uh, work hard at their craft and the talent would match the views and match the following that they have. And they got time. They mostly, most of these people are young and the internet has only been around, what, maybe 10, 20 years at the most. Yeah. And so, um, it's only going to get better. People going to learn. And I'm just glad that we were here to see this change from. And that we're benefiting. From yeah. It. Facebook, yeah. <laughs> Google, damn, who Amazon. would ever think that Amazon, who would ever <laughs> post Netflix. Like, <laughs> This shit, Uber drinks. Eats, this shit is insane. It's, it is pretty crazy. Like You could actually sit home and somebody could bring you something from McDonald's. You don't have to leave your house at That's all for in, anything nowadays. You could see a motherfucker driving down the street, an app. You could see him coming in three minutes. They go <laughs> on their fucking way. This shit is motherfucking amazing. It is pretty crazy. So next question I have is like nowadays, like because we're in such a like, I feel like, I don't know if vulnerable is the word, but so sensitive. How do you deal with like telling jokes now where people get so like offended easily? Do you, does that affect the way that you approach no, things? No, it doesn't, is it, but I do find that interesting. You... Woo! <laughs> Man. It's, yeah. Nobody really bothers me, I think because of the respect of a man thing, but I see the sensitivity out there in the world and it's just really crazy. And look at, all the way down to bullying, right? And you know, I feel like people use that word so, like, loosely. Like, bullying? Yes. Yeah, because I, I, I can't understand somebody could read something and say, I got bullied and nobody touched you. Mm-hmm. Or people got bullied and want to commit suicide. You know? Like, parents have to start talking shit to their kids again. Now you're young. Because like, they got afraid. Yeah, motherfucker. You got, you got to talk to your kids. You got to call them nicknames and all that kind of shit to get them to practice, right? So <laughs> when they're in school, they got quick comebacks because they prepared. 
you know, all this love shit and hugging kids all the fucking time. Everyone's and, a winner. Right. And like then you, you, you got parents um, uh, uh, not being parents. They letting their boys put nail polish on and fingernail and skirts and shit. This shit is getting the fuck out of hand because parents are not parents. They're friends to their children. And you have to be hard on your kids and teach them and send them into the universe prepared. And if you could do that, you know, um, you've done something special. Yeah, I feel like in this day and age, I feel like it's really hard because there's a lot of coddling going on. Yes, it's yes, It's like yes. everyone is like, but back in the day, like you had to make friends and go outside and play and make friends. Now right. you have set up play dates that you're supposed, like you're made to be friends with someone. I feel like it's made like the, and that's trickling down even relationships. It made yes. it like there's no, you don't work for it. It's like yes. given to you. So I just I feel want like men like, to talk and women to talk to each other. Or you know, go outside and play. God damn. Nobody go outside and play. Man, we was growing up, you see people double dutching and shit. That shit was the shit. You double dutch. Playing football outside. And, and as you playing, a car come around the corner and you could, everybody say, car! And I'm... step to the side, let the car go back. Or you break your arm and you couldn't go to the hospital. And they were like, yo, we just need you for one more play. And we take you to the hospital. You dying. You ran into a fucking 2,000 pound vehicle. You, your ribs is crushed, your knees all the way, but they need you. You can't let your block down. No. It's, it's crazy that pride. now. That's pride. That's crazy. But I have a question. Okay, what is your question? What do you, how do you think about the um, politics today between how the Republicans know that they're lying, stands up for Donald Trump? You know, it's, And do you think that they stand up for Donald Trump, or do you see Donald Trump is, is a liar, and you believe him, or do you say, damn, he's a liar, and the Republicans on these congressional hearings yelling and screaming, defending this I man. definitely think, you know, obviously he's a liar. I feel like I think they're just trying to stay faced, which I don't think is right, and I don't think it's, I think that's why we're in the fucked up situation that we are in, and I just, I kind of just try to stay out of that whole thing, which isn't, you know, always the correct way to do go about things. And what but I want to share, like is, right. I'm going to tell you what the issue is, right? It's crazy. Because the stock market is amazing right now. And that's why the people That's why he's, want, not, his, his, exactly. he's not out. We're all about money. Because he's making people the most money that the, in America that they ever have. And so right now, it's yes. like financially, it's great for us. Yes. So that's why people aren't going to really make anything happen. And yes. even from the impeachment, everyone thought that was going to be a big thing and he was going to get out right away. That's not how mm -hmm. impeachment works. Right, that's and right. so I feel like that's why people know surface government things, but they don't know like fully what it is. And right. Or do they know that, th that it's not going to readily ever happen? I don't yes. believe he's ever going to be impeached because he's yes. not going to allow that to happen. It's going to be interesting. Nor will any of these people that are backing him and standing up for him and screaming doing this is because they're making too much money for something that to go away. I find it fascinating, yo. I, th I find it. But what I try to teach um, people in the universe, especially Afro-Americans, right, is that we only had one black president and we all survived when before Obama got into office. So the goal in this universe is to always understand opportunity. No matter who's in office, no matter what, find opportunities to um, truly be successful and find a way for your family or yourself or your children, whatever, the, um, whatever hand that you've been dealt. You got to learn how to play that hand. All right, question for you. Is mm -hmm. it true that you were locked up with Tupac at the same time? Oh, yeah, I was Tupac, um, the Menendez brothers, and Rick James. 
Do you have any good uh, stories when you were locked up? In yeah, I was. I, I had to tell <laughs> a Share joke. Share with the yeah, with the I, I had talk. to tell a joke. And I was a young comedian, and um, I didn't want to. I didn't want to tell the joke. So it was Tupac and the Menendez brothers, and you all in a cell. All on no, not in a cell. Oh, we, just we, all in the scene. Yeah, we see when when you're a celebrity and you're in the L.A. County Jail, you are what they put you in called protective custody, PC. Okay. You know, it's for people who are celebrities, but you can't be in general population. So we was all on a deck. We only could come out one hour a day, out of 24 hours, take a shower, make a phone call. But it was huge, and everybody wanted, to, um, wanted me to tell a joke. And I was like, man, I'm fighting the case. I ain't telling no motherfucking joke. <laughs> and um, they motherfuckers booed me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> like you didn't even tell a joke and you got yeah, booed. I'm talking about these. My, I'm talking about boo. Boo. I'm talking I about the truth. Boo. <laughs> and I wind up telling the joke and they lost their motherfucking mind. Did this joke called um, "Is this the bus to go to school?" It was a joke I used to do back then. It's about a retarded kid going to the bus stop every day and the bus driver left. Because he would go to the bus stop and say, hey, it did the butt to go to school. And the bus would pull, the driver would pull off. So after the third day, his mother came with him to the bus stop and asked the bus driver, why are you not taking my son to school? And the bus driver said, because he always making fun of me. <laughs> That's so <laughs> 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 I mean, you gotta laugh. <laughs> so Tupac laughed. And they all laugh. You can, you, what's funny? You can't see them. You see them. You protect everybody is on a deck. You just talk. So they, they couldn't even see you, and they were booing you before you told the you joke. You can hear it though. <laughs> it gave I'll you never that. I'll that shit. It pumped your chest up to make you tell that joke. I had to tell it. You know, that's crazy. That's. Funny. That's crazy. That motherfucker's truly booed a nigga in that motherfucker. It had to be like two, three hundred people on that deck. How many oh. times have you been booed in your career? Only twice. And only twice. And yeah. that being not one because of them? I wasn't funny. And that being one of them? Yeah. It wasn't because I was funny. What happened was sometimes you could be put in a bad situation because promoters have dancers or certain. And I remember coming out one time and um, I thought I was, guess, I guess before 50 Cent came out, I had my little t shirt and I was well built. And then I, every, <laughs> Were you wearing a vest? No, 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 just had a T-shirt on. <laughs> and um, the situation was set up really bad. It was at the Celebrity Theater in Phoenix, Arizona, and got booed. So when I was telling people I had got booed because I had done so well in my career, people didn't believe me. And that was hilarious. You know, people didn't believe me. Like, yeah, yeah, right, whatever. But um, that's, the last, that's the only time I pretty much got booed. Nice. So have you trademarked who raised you? Absolutely. How, where did that come from? How did it come about? Like how did dating women who wasn't prepared to be in the universe? <laughs> I used to say to them, who the fuck raised you? And I remember it clicked because I was dating beautiful women like you. Thank you. And no, just, no don't say thank you yet. And <laughs> Hey, you call me beautiful. I can say thank yeah, you in the comments. And, Let me take them. And I was like, when you talk to them, I was looking at motherfuckers like, who the fuck sent you into the world? Like, I need to meet your parents. I, need I needed to know who sent you out here. Like, I think parents' responsibility is to make sure that when your child walk at that door, they are a great representation. 
But what if after they leave their parents, they like go on and something else happened and that's not their parents' fault at that point? No, I was telling you a story. I'm trying to listen. No, no, you're trying, you're trying, you took the story <laughs> and changed it. I'm, I'm telling you a story. And the goal in this story is listen to comprehend, not listen to reply. Okay. Look at you, dropping knowledge, Jules. Ooh, ooh, Jules dropper, leg spreader. But I like to always reply because it's private talk and it's my show, so I like to do fun totally things and respond that. back right, to it. Yeah, so I think I you're amazing. You. I would like yeah. to call you every day. I bet you'd be a different woman in 30 I am days. a Gemini, so I, that's very true. Yes. I'm a different personality all the time. Yes. And you, and you never met a guy named T to the motherfucking gang. I did not until oh, today. And I'm happy that you're on my couch to that private yeah, talk Yeah, he would change your <laughs> life. Whatever your life is today, and my, this is how I used to, when I meet women, I always tell them in a year, your life would be better than if it is today. Whatever your life is, then that's for all men. When you meet a woman, if you can't enhance her to make her a better woman, then you shouldn't bother her. That is a good goal to have. Private talk, you listen to that knowledge right there. You should always want to better your woman. Yeah, always want to better, you know. And, and see, most men, too, I just did this on my podcast, on the T.K. Kirkland podcast, by the way, just dropped on Monday, executive producer Charlemagne Guy. Um, this Very episode cool. is called... How you doing, sister? And a, a young lady kept sending me these articles about men killing women, being upset because they was either jealous or insecure, whatever the reason is. And I read something the other day about a man killed this, uh, beat the lady up and poured bleach in the baby's eyes. Oh, my God. And what I want men to understand is control your fucking emotions. If the woman don't want you, it's other women. Like, come on, yo, you're going to prison and you want to kill a girl because she don't like you? Like, this, this shit got to fucking stop. You understand what I'm saying? I agree. Like, and I think that that comes with the whole thing, like, with, like, the whole stimulus, like, communication as well. Is like, I feel like today's society makes it cool, like, portrayed to be mean to women or, like, degrade women or, like, throw, like, do certain things where it's, like, and not a lot of men anymore that open doors, they're respectful mm -hmm. and just, like, treat a woman to, like, how a woman should be treated. Yeah, so I'll I feel like doors, that's why I'm saying it's, like, you know, just the small things, like, chivalry stuff, you know, yes. like, you know, the and way... you have like, to balance it, right? Because you do meet women take who, who are not... Exactly. So you got to have that toughness in you, right? And that's why I feel like yeah. now it's, like, why it's, like, there's no one in between. People, yes. it's not a knowledge of what will be, like... I can be nicer without that person thinking they're going to get taken advantage of. So it's just like, it's, it's across the like yes. levels right so now. So how are you dating? How do you pick now, the that's guys That's what I'm that saying with date? me is that dating right now for me is so hard and so weird because it's just that whole level. Like either with, for me, it's hard because when I have a stigma that I don't know if they're trying to date Alexis Texas or they're trying to date me and it's two totally different people. Right. And, and then the other part is like, what happens if they don't know you? It's like, I don't know you. I just think you're an attractive And woman. that's what I, what I like. I want someone mm -hmm. to know me and get to know me first and then learn all the other stuff and make your mind up before, you know, because I yes. don't feel like my, my career didn't define me. It doesn't define who I am. It's just a part of what I chose to do and yes. like a path that I went. So I like people to get to know me and who I am first and then if it's because so how I do you can't feel listen like about, and I, I don't know, I don't want to know nothing about you, right? And I can't talk, you know. So watch things. this. I don't know nothing about you. So let's say I don't ask you no questions about you. And I say, you know what, young lady, I find you extremely attractive. Can I get your number? And you think we can go out for dinner or have a drink? How would you feel about that? Um, typically, I would say I don't give my number out to anybody. So I'm probably going to have to decline. Okay. And the two things And you this said. is how, for me, is why my problem in dating, before you say those yes. things, is that 
regardless of who the person is, I already have a wall up. And it's me because I'm always like, what do you want from me? Not knowing anything like that. So maybe I want to, but it's like more for me, I feel like it has to be a little bit more of a challenge at first. And if that's right or wrong or indifferent, okay. who knows? So this is what I mean by when I say you're going to be awesome in, in about nine, seven years, right? Watch where I'm going. I said to you prior to that, that everything was about sometimes people listen to reply, not to comprehend. So when I said to you, I don't want to know nothing about you. And then I said, so what do you feel if I asked you out? Your question was, what, if you, what does he want from me? That's why I said to you, I don't want to know nothing about, about you, right? It's what I want and heard. So what I want to say to you is that the next time a man approaches you and says, hello. <laughs> hello, Miss Lady. Thank you. And just because they may not know who you are. So give them a chance to get to know you, and you might see something that you pretty much like because in your head already you think this person knows you. Like, I don't know you. And other people may not know you, but what I want you to say, unless they say your name. Give me an example. I was on the Angela Yee show. You ever heard of Angela Yee? So there was a young lady on the show, and during the commercial break, the young lady said, oh, TK, you try to talk to me. I sat there and listened. I'm like, okay. We went to commercial work. So Angela, who's like my little sister, said, TK, so did you try to talk to this young lady? I said, I said, what happened? She said, oh, I saw you in the airport. You sat down next to me, asked me for my phone number, and you invited me to your comedy show. And I said, no, babe, I wasn't trying to talk to you. I was inviting you to my show. I'm a gentleman. I was inviting you to my show. So that's what I want you to understand, too, that it's good to feel that this person but you're so nice I want you to bring that person up later and just be you unless they say your name see I agree with all of that and I think the stigma comes internally it's not because I think that they know who I am it's just in general like the like any man talking to me if they know me or not I think it's just like I don't know maybe it's because I, I don't know I think it's just the stigma of all of those things built up but I get what you're saying is that and see, and I it's, want, it's I want just women. I think I'm more afraid because the same flip side of how men that I think men are whatever, it could be the same vice versa to me that they think that I'm a bitch because I won't talk to them when I say this, that, or other. It's just for me, I have insecurities as well. So because of all my stigmas, if it's because I was Alexis Texas or just me without having that in there, I think I'd still be the same person or okay. like that same feeling yes. at this point in my life because mm -hmm. of me going through a divorce and figuring out who I was, you know, like refining myself again and coming back into all those things has a play with why I maybe feel a little bit insecure when men approach me. And not think they just want something think, okay. besides fucking me. Right. Okay. So <laughs> how about also when, see, here's what I think about celebrities and stars. That the stars today really think they're celebrities, right? And when I watch people and I see what they're doing, people really could take something this small or something other and think they're bigger than what they are. Mm -hmm. And I, when I say I've been around some of the greatest stars in the world, I understand it. What I try to do is give people an opportunity to just to balance things out. Mm -hmm. You could balance things out and not think, think you're a celebrity. Just get the money, take care of your family. Because after all, because what is really all this? We got microphones in front of us, right? And people listening to us and they think that we are stars. But I tell people every day, everybody's a star. You know, like if you didn't even know who you was and you'd see how beautiful you are, right? 
You can go outside, walk down the street, people blow the horn at you. God damn it. Who the fuck? That's a celebrity. A guy who's handsome, walk down the street, no shirt on, and girls see him. She might not say anything, but she's attracted to the guy. Yeah. So I think everybody is a star. And um, I just hope that, you know, you understand what I'm trying to say. Cause I you hope that I'm going to be let the next man that comes and asks me to have, have a drink and just let it be just Well, the maybe I'll pick it up. I don't want to be a crazy guy, but. True. But my yeah. mom, my mom always says, she's like, you have the best resting bitch face. You're never going to get a man if you're like that. I'm like, I just do it because I don't want to talk to anyone on purpose because yeah. I talk to people all the time. Yeah, I But I, I am approachable. I am nice. But I feel like I just, I, like, I have big walls. But once they're down, I'm the coolest, nicest person ever. Yeah, yeah I, could, I, could, <laughs> I could tell you wonderful. That's, you know, you don't get to be my age and be a dummy. Facts. That's true. I'm not there yet, but I want to get there. All and know. I want you to make it too. I hope I'm still here. All right. I have. Um, I want to know about the five doctors in Detroit. Oh, you've been studying. I have. Been doing your research. I well, have. This I did is a, a private show. talk podcast, so yeah. you know I want to know private information about yeah, you. Um, Don't hold back. Fuck five doctors. It was a wonderful time. Um, I didn't have a condom on. All at one time. Tell private. No, talk. no. Everybody. They, they were friends. They were all friends. And I seduced. All five of them, and everybody waited their turn. So it was like they came in the door, knocked on the door, like, oh, no, 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 it, no. like let, lay it out. Let's, yeah, they came see. to the show, and I had another show after that show. And then I did that show, and then we all went to gamble down the casino in Detroit. And then I had a beautiful penthouse, and uh, I forgot the name of the hotel. They came up, we drank, we, we talked, and uh, I was talking so much mess, I started eating one of their girlfriend's pussy right there on the bed, and everything led to the other. And, and one girl was cheating on her husband. He's a cop. She got pregnant. Mm. And the other girl, <laughs> her friend got pregnant. They both got pregnant the same day. Nice. Yeah, I was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so two kids later. No, no, no. They didn't have the kids. <laughs> one got an abortion. The other one had a miscarriage. Thank fucking God. That bitch is crazy. You had, to have that. You had a real great family uh, Thanksgiving time. Yeah, that, that was an interesting thing. So was that the craziest sex story you've ever had? No, one of my craziest sex stories, I had, had sex with a girl in Chicago, and she wouldn't go to sleep. I'm laying in the bed, I'm looking out of the corner of my eye, like, why this bitch ain't going to sleep? This is after, like, you've already had your session, you've already, both yeah, of y'all came, I, I, and she's I, just, like, staring at you? Fuck the hell out of that girl, I'll never forget it. <laughs> I'll never forget yeah, it. Yeah, because I got a cramp on my shoulder. Uh-oh. Um, Not the cramp. So I'm looking at her. Like, why this bitch ain't going to sleep? So I woke up and said, I said, is everything okay? She said, look, TK. She says, I'm pregnant, and you should give me the money for the abortion. What? So this bitch got pregnant in 30 minutes. I took Uh, her by her arm and walked her to the door after she got dressed and called security downstairs to tell them what had happened because I stayed at the Hilton all the time. But yeah, that was crazy. crazy that situation. sounds pretty crazy, and I like the truth here that you're giving me um, the private talk couch here. Yes, ma'am. So this is a great segue into one of my favorite um, segments of the show. It's yes. called Truth with Texas. So are you ready? Yes, I am. Are you sure you're ready? Yes, I am sure. There you go. I like that radio voice. All right, here we go, here we go, here we go. All right, let's see what you get. Ace of Spades. Ace of Spades. That's one of mine. It's my naughty question. Okay. So, truth with Texas. We want to know, do you like your oral sex sloppy mm. or clean? It depends on the young lady. I, like, if I had three women in one week, 
I like variety. So one would have to be sloppy. The other one would just be um, um, texture. And the other one would have Explain to... Explain pro- texture to us. Texture is when talk. you don't put your whole mouth on the dick. It's just like your lips is just just going... Like your mouth so is not really going you're slightly gliding along. Gliding. Shit. Right, exactly. It's not Slight squeezing. Glide. Right, okay. yeah. I think that's A little amazing. light touch yeah. tongue. And sometimes I like slobber, a lot of sloppy because, um, you know, some women do it good. But I don't like... When women um, give you hair and they try, they make it pop at the end, like so, like, like hits a, the back of their throat. No, 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 like like they they think the the tip of your dick is like a Coca Cola bottle. Like that's uh-huh. boring to me. Like bitch is not. I've never heard that one. Yeah, that's, that's, that's to me. So do you like gagging, spitting, slitting? I like all that. sounds. I like. Mm. Mm. I like to sit back, and I love women who can um, give head and put you to sleep. See, there's a myth in the universe. Women think that when they give a man head and he falls asleep, they didn't do a good job. But women, if you ever gave a man head and he went to sleep, you did a fucking excellent fucking job. That is very true because I feel like, so men and women, when you orgasm, it's different. When men orgasm really hard, they go to sleep. When when I orgasm, I have the most energy. I want to fucking run a marathon. I'm like, whoa, talk to me. Do all kinds of things. And they're like, can we just come? I'm like, no, what's up? Yeah, And see, and that also tells me when you do that, (laughs) you didn't get your proper strokes. Yes. See, most women, most women don't know this and women don't know what I'm about to share with you. See, when a man has sex with a woman, he pulls his dick out. That makes it official. She deserves 750 strokes. Now, a lot of you women look around saying, fucking 750 strokes. I have to think in my head, I'm like, like, man, how I'm at 11. I may have 12, but not no fucking 750 strokes. <laughs> not no 750 <laughs> strokes, you know? But, but what's the bad thing about it after 35? <laughs> most men lose 29 strokes a month. I thought you were going to say after 35 strokes. I was like, man. No, <laughs> after 29, at the 35, most men lose 29 strokes a month. So I'm almost 60. Now? I'm down to nine strokes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I wish yeah. I had a laughing one. That's all so that's why, I, that's why I wait when I meet women so the numbers roll back up. You I like know? that. Mm-hmm. I'll take that into consideration. Yes, ma'am. All right, let's go. Next one. Mm-hmm. Go. Ace of club? Clubs. We're kinky questions now. Okay. We're all a little kinky in all of them. Okay. You know, they get a little kinkier every time. Yes. Hmm. What's the dirtiest thought that you've had about a stranger? Eating your pussy. Nice. Facts. She <laughs> told me the truth. <laughs> but how is that dirty? It's not dirty, but it's, it's dirty compared to the world if I just didn't met you. No, not really. Well, yes, to the most I people. I sexually fantasize about strangers sometimes. Have you thought about that with me? I've thought about what it looked like, uh, no, for okay. sure. You have? I have. Okay, that's beautiful. Because that <laughs> means you was attracted to my mind. I was. I like, see, I'm glad that you are. I did research, you know? Okay. I like I stimulate. I like yep. mind stimulation. Like, and that means you also become a woman. Did you know that? Yeah, I, mean, I have a little bit longer for the 36, but I'm almost there. Yeah. I'm coming for you. Yep, I like that. <laughs> okay, I'm fucking with you. All I'm right, one, let's go. Ace of Club? Ace of Clubs. Didn't we just do clubs? You could just say. I think you said the wrong. Okay, I probably did. Who knows? All right, we're going to fuck it. We're going off the charts here. Yep. I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I like we want. I like that. I like that. What's the kinkiest, or where's the kinkiest place you've ever had sex? Hmm, that's a good question. I, it may not be kinky, but it felt powerful. Okay. I used to love fucking in my mother's bed. 
Nice. That's a different one. Why do you feel powerful because of because that? Because when you're young, you're not paying bills. And I felt like when I was fucking this girl in the bed, I was, like I that was, was the boss. <laughs> King <laughs> Kong ain't got shit on <laughs> 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 Yeah, I pay the oh bills. Ah, I pay the bills. You just ah. got me to snort. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> I pay the bills. Oh my god, I love that. That's I stayed away from my mother's bed. I thought yeah, it was a weird territory. Was, I didn't want anywhere to go. I that will fuck on my mother's bed. I'll never forget it. And what was so funny? It's amazing about your parents, right? They knew when you have a woman in the house because your mother come in and she do that sniff. Who the fuck had a bitch in my house? Is that pussy? I motherfucker smell. You thirteen, fourteen years old hearing this from your mother. Oh, fucking hilarious. Damn, okay. and she didn't know I was in her bed. Yeah, and that's the one thing you didn't think about um, the wet spot in the beds oh, at that young. You know, think about that. <laughs> you know, and then I think about that now. You don't think about that shit. Like, you, you if, if I knew this now compared to then, I'd have never fucked with my mother's you bed. You put a towel down, stop lying. Yeah, because the wet, yeah. <laughs> you put a towel but down, way, stop But lying. imagine fucking your mother's bed. You make up the bed. Your parents get you didn't a get a blow dryer. What the fuck, you what didn't the go, fuck is this? You should have blow dried that <laughs> shit. Now, what the fuck? <laughs> That ain't mine. <laughs> or having sex and your girl catch a period. Yeah, then your mom's bed. At 14, that's, now, you don't know nothing about switching. See, back in the day, what y'all got now compared to how we was, I'm going to do this on my new act. See, back in the day, you could switch your matches over. You can't switch your mattress over today. You fuck up a mattress. That's how that mattress is. You got to get a whole new mattress. Back when we was growing up, you flipped that motherfucker. Oh, and two, three years go by, you don't know that other side is fucked up. When that's how I get fucked up, you flip the oh, god damn it. Now you got to buy a new one. Right. And it's embarrassing. You got your girl with you, changing mattresses, and stains on that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you do? You looking at, she looking at you like, you nasty motherfucker. And you're like, I don't know how that got there. I cannot. <laughs> now it has a pillow top, so they flip it up on the outside, yeah. and then you know you're real dirty. Yeah, now you got, now you got to get the, the protector to cover the mattress. Because the mat, fucking mattress is four or five thousand dollars. That shit's expensive. Yeah, it ain't no, it ain't no fifty nine dollar mattress. <laughs> Last one. Bam, Ace of Diamonds. Okay, we're gonna do this. Okay. Um, do you like role playing in the bedroom? No. Never have. Mm -mm. Never been. No, I ain't got time. I'm, I'm taking it very seriously. My job. Strictly is, dickly. Well, I am a, a concierge. So you like to service your women. I, I like I'm, whatever you need. That's my job. From, and that's why I take my time to talk to a woman mentally to make sure before we have sex, we're connected mm -hmm. so that I'm not wasting good dick because I think I fucked that good. So I try to tell men about DC. You know what DC is? I don't. It's called know. dick control. Dick control. Yeah, you hear you that gotta, private talk. Yeah, dick, dick control, control is everything, meaning you got to know how to almost climax and then pull out, eat a pussy. Put it back in. So that's where that's where like the the age thing comes into play. Because well, I was like that when I was young. Oh, so you've always been a finesse yeah, with the dick. I always been a finesse. Always dick control. Because you know, when you broke, you have you know, broke men have some of the best dick in the world. <laughs> Why? Please explain the price. I don't know what God did, but you ever see a, a broke guy get a rich girl? Is because he fucked her so good. <laughs> he may not have nothing to contribute. Or he ate her pussy really good. Right, and, I, and that's why I got the V in my lip mm. for vagina. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So everything, you know, so I've been blessed in certain areas. So I learned to appreciate my body more so I don't sling dick like I used to, you know. No dick slinging. Yeah, no dick slinging. Like, see, that was mm-hmm. quick, painless, and to the point. Mm-hmm. Thank you for playing Truth with Texas. Yes, and All right, it's Questions with Texas. What do you want to ask me? Okay, so Miss Texas, <laughs> so are you a squirter? I have known to be a squirter. I feel like it's also with the partner. I feel okay. like only certain people have made me squirt, and mm-hmm. have, I have only squirted through being fingered and not fucked. Is that right? Yes. So you so you had never been a squirt somebody eating your pussy? No. And you never been squirt of only penetration. Only by fingering, yes. Wow, that's crazy. Yes. That's the only time and it was yeah, the first time it happened it was like very um you don't really know what to expect. So I yes. can feel like once once you do it, I feel like I know why certain girls probably will never do it is because you hold back. Like it's like it mm. feels like you almost have to pee so bad, but right. you just like let this like like release. Okay. And then it happens. And it's like so, I mean it's a mixture of like, you know, your your female ejaculate and a okay. little bit of pee. So it makes a mixture. But that's why women I feel like sometimes hold back their orgasms because they that's are afraid to release right. and what will happen. Right, because so, they don't know how that man is gonna yeah, react. Yeah, because it's like that wet spot. It's not yeah. just a wet spot, it's like a whole fucking like Yeah, you gotta be shampoo. mature. To like you're that. gonna get like, you know, you're gonna like, get Like I like sleeping <laughs> in the wet spot. Them. I like a woman to know I'm that nigga. See, I mean for me that the older I get to, I feel like for me foreplay is a more of a sensual thing. Yep, I so agree. I like to have like if you can make me come multiple times in foreplay, then I know the sex is going to be good. Yes. Because then it's like you're already mind-fucking yourself because right. you're already, like, intensifying what's already going about to happen. Do you get offended getting your toes sucked while you're having sex? No, I have a foot fetish, so I love... That's one of my favorite things. Okay, because I like having my dick in a pussy and sucking a that's one big toe. We just became best friends. Okay, Look, cool. Best friends. And can you come if you get your <laughs> ass lit? Um, I can't cut. I've never just gotten my ass licked and just came like someone wasn't just licking my ass and mm-hmm. doing it. I think it had to be a plethora of things going on and okay. probably in a threesome situation. Okay. Um, but not just because I'm like, hey, eat my ass and make me come. That's okay. never happened. And do you swallow? I do. Okay. I do. Great. I feel like if I work that hard, then I need to like receive what I. Now, do you swallow, swallow, or you I don't let it go in your mouth, out. and then it comes down the side of your mouth, no, that, or you spit it back on your stomach? That's the porno way. I like did that. When I stopped doing movies, I stopped doing that a long time ago. Okay. But there has been times whenever sometimes the men's cum is not that great, and you can t- yeah. definitely taste what they've eaten, right, which sounds really true. weird. I but tell men it's that. A, and it's from, like, if they have a really bad diet, it gets really yep, salty, and it's so not right. good, and they tell you to drink pineapple juice, yep, and all I that totally stuff agree. really works. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I send that out into the universe. I, I, that's so true. But it is like, even if they drink, like a lot of men who drink a lot of beer, it's like really bitter. Yes. Or smoke weed. I haven't really got that. I smoke weed myself. So yes. maybe I just like this. The kind yeah, of weed. weed. I don't, weed, <laughs> I don't um, know if it even has a taste of that. So you had a threesome before. I have had multiple okay, threesomes. Okay. Okay. And so multiple. Have you ever had a yeast infection? I have had a yeast infection. You ever yes. had an STD? Have you ever had a yeast infection? No, never. Guys can have them. You know, that's yeah. why I ask you that. No, have you ever had an STD? I haven't had an STD. I like your honesty. I did. And what did you get? Um, I think I definitely had gonorrhea and chlamydia when I first got in the business. The okay. first time, wham, bam. Did you know again. who it was? Um, I was a performer, so we had sex with multiple partners. Um, so I used to work five times and do five scenes in a week. So back How in the long day, ago was this? Because uh, they test you now, right? Well, they were t- we were tested then too, but the thing is, is back then, but the thing is, is this. So back when I first started, back in 1990, no, I was kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, when I, I started when I was 21. So yes. in the beginning, um, it, I forget, it was 2006. The testing uh, terms were very different. So okay. it, was, it was every 30 days. Wow. So that you had to be to have a valid test. But yes. that means that I take a test today. Tomorrow I could go fuck you who doesn't have a test, you, you, and all mm. these people. And you're still 
validated because you have a test. Yes. So now, because there was a lot of things that were happening in the industry yes. and like from crossovers to just regular things that people happening. So now it's a 14 day test. So it's good. more a shorter period of That's time. Good. And then, so there are also, also the other factor is with myself, I was contracted before I stopped filming and I was with, um, with elegant angel. And so I did three day tests, which I paid for myself. Okay. So I had my, I, my performer, I would have them test and I'd pay for it. And then yes. I knew it was the cleanest no. test possible that you could possibly do. But back in the day, I mean, you were doing, some people, there was so much porn out there. There was, I mean, people were shooting two or three times a day. Man, so here's my question. So when you got tested every 14 days, the, the production company pay for the doctor? Uh, okay. No. Oh, you had to pay so for it. So the, the, the performer has to pay for it. Um, nowadays, you get some kind of like feedback, maybe $50 or something. I'm not really sure because I stopped performing when that all came back. Yes. Um, or that, that came into place. But no, you pay for it out of your pocket. Okay. Now, what is the, um, what do men take to keep their erections hard? Um, they either take Viagra, Cialis, or they shoot their dick up with some kind of something. That okay, I don't so know they if. do shoot up. There are people that do it. Yes, there are yes. also people that have a fucking um, a, a penis pump. There's um, there's all kinds of things. That's the thing is, like, people forget that, you know, it is entertainment, and so it's not, like, fucking at home. It's like you're shooting, like, we're, I, I call it, like, we're sexual athletes. Yes. So it's like you're fucking for at least two hours, and you yes. have to stay hard. There's camera people. There's lights. There's a lot of things you're opening up. It's not a natural like spewing mm. so to be hard for that long is you know i because I, mean, I used to always want to be so i used to always want to be I, I think i called it um penis envy okay you know like i i'm, I'm well endowed but i always wanted my shit to be like uh like a brick a knock a motherfucker off like you want to be girthy like that or you want to just be strong and powerful just like strong that? and powerful like that you know and i and i I'm, it's amazing to be my age i'm not on no medication i don't have high blood pressure i'm still amazing but I used to always wanted to be like how this pole is like, like that shit was always amazing to me. But like that's like how my head asked that question. Yeah, I, and I normally do that at that fuck. Yeah. Like I normally stand up a woman and I go, da, 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 da. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? Bitch, shut up, I'm Superman. <laughs> Dickmatized. Uh huh. Da, 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 da. <laughs> You're a dick superhero. I that's like right, it. That's right, that's right. I like it, I like it. <laughs> So is there anything else you would like to ask? Will you go out with process? me? Will I go out with you? You told me like now. No. Would you go out with me after hearing me talk to you? Um, I think I would go out with you in a setting in the fact that you said that I have to be less. I have to feel that threatened and that yes. it could be anything as far as being a friendship or a good conversation. Because here's the thing. Because so I'm teaching you something like, at the same time. Here again, remember? See, sometimes you talk too much. I always talk you too much. To That's listen. why I have a podcast. Yes, <laughs> you gotta, I talk too yeah, much. Sometimes you have to listen. I don't because, like to see, listen very much. Most men, and I'm going to share a story. Because most men ask someone out, they automatically think that person want to date you. But that's what I just said. It doesn't have. Now you've taught me. Thank you. That it's not just that. So I said I would say because I like people. Because I, me too. I like to be mind stimulated, and I also feel like when you put yourself around other people, it elevates your mind as well. Because because I'm into teaching. That's how Frenchie met me. You know, I didn't know Frenchie was checking me out, and he reached out to some people, and they reached out to me. And what's been going on these last four years is that people are recognizing not just the stand-up comedy of me, my mindset, because I see the world differently. I explain things differently. And that's how come I'm glad in this time that we talk that you see, because I asked you out, doesn't mean I'm trying to holler at you. I'm asking you out because I find you an interesting person. I would like to keep in touch with you. And, and you want to see what I'm may, like when I'm 40. It may not even, we may not even go out. We may not go out to the year 2023. But the point is that we establish a friendship and that's what's important. And that's what I do. I, I, I'm not trying to hit on anybody. 
Well, I, I appreciate like you. I appreciate your honesty. Yeah, and I'm I a like, gentleman. I, for me, as much as I talk, I know I'm not afraid to know when I don't know everything, yes. and I like to be educated on I things like as that. well. Is because I I, I want to better you. myself as a person. I also know then that we I are do friends sometimes not listen, but it's not because I'm not listening to not hear what you're saying. It's because I just talk a lot. Yes. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> but it comes from a good place. But I'm yes. happy that you came on my podcast. I have one last question before yes, I let you go. Absolutely. What is the funniest movie that you've watched? Hmm. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber is your all-time favorite? Oh, my God. You can watch it on repeat. Dumb and Dumber, for sure. I like Dumb that. and Dumber was um, especially the scene when he asked a young lady out. And she says, I don't think so. And he says, so you say I have a shot. <laughs> you live by that motto now, huh? That shit is hilarious. He said, so it. you're saying I have a shot. Wow. That's amazing to me. I like that. Well, thank you again for yes. coming on. Tell my private talk listeners where we could find you, where they can uh, listen to your podcast. Yes. Let us know. First, let's promote the special, the Who Raised You special, which is number one in the world. Um, if you into real stand-up comedy, I think that you'll be a fan. It's on Amazon Prime. It's called Who Raised You, the T.K. Kirkwood Show. Listen to my podcast every Monday, every new episode, every week. Um, the T.K. Kirkwood Podcast. Subscribe. It's free on iClouds, iTunes, um, Tidal, and something else. And, um, and you can also follow me on Instagram at T.K. underscore Kirkland, like the ward at Costco's. K-I-R-K-L-A-N-D. And for people who understand relationships, if you did not see the, the mental connection that me and Texas caught, then you don't really know about men and women because our conversation was so cold that she's, I'm captivated by her and she's captivated by me, and that's a beautiful thing. You heard it here, Private po private Talk Podcast. You have me tongue-tied now. Private Talk Podcast. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this interview. I hope that you guys get some new merch. We just launched our merch um, website. It's privatetalkmerch.com. So make sure you go there, get some T-shirts just like the one I'm wearing right now. Support your favorite big booty. And also subscribe and like to our channel. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And I can't wait to see you guys again. Thank you, beautiful. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.